Okay, pretend there's some type of sound effect right here, and this is like an alarm or whatever. And this is pretty much a trigger warning saying that I'm talking about some deep stuff, and I respect your spaces just as I respect mine's. And I don't want to trigger anything. I appreciate you for listening to this episode. But if you're not in a good space, I'm going to need you to back out this episode. And then we'll come back next week and we can kick you all you want to. All right. Thank you. I swear, the moment I started doing anything consistently, <coughs> oh Jesus Christ, see, couldn't even get my loud. The moment I started doing anything consistently is the moment the world is going to end because I've had that podcast for almost damn near half a year and I probably put out a total of like 10 episodes. Shout out to Naya because I don't know how she do it. I don't know how she do episode week after week after week. I'm not that dedicated, nor do I be having shit to talk about. And somehow she has like content and like that, this, that, that, that. Shout out to a real one, cause I, I, I'm just gonna be honest with you here. I could never. So, welcome back to another episode of Yours Truly. It's E. If this is your first time hearing from me, um, wow, what do I say? If this is your first time. If this is your first time hearing from me, my name is E. You, some people refer to me as Quet. Most people refer to me as E. If you put both the names together, you get my legal name. You can call me that if I don't know you. I might run up on you, though, because there's no reason for you to call me that. Um, I'm from Washington, D.C. I'm a Washingtonian. Woo-woo. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm I'm just here rambling and renting and <laughs> So, I know y'all like, bitch, where you been? And I know I'm going to sit here and lie and be like, bitch, I've been busy. I just haven't had the energy to deal with stuff. And we're going to have a conversation about, like, dealing with things. So, um, back in January, trigger warning, if you trigger, it's a trigger warning, but at the same time, y'all know I tend to say things or speak on things randomly. So, this episode is just an entire trigger warning of its own. If you cannot handle certain subjects, stuff is sexual assault, rape, uh, I don't even know how we're going to go down this list. But if you can't handle the topics such such as those, you can nicely close out and I would greatly, you know, I appreciate that you started to listen, but this is not for you. So you, you honored yourself and simply by honoring yourself, you have made me very proud. Thank you. So back in January... I was sexually assaulted and it's it was like one of those feelings where I totally disconnected from my body because that's what happens when I endure any type of trauma. My 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 first thing is to immediately disconnect disconnect my soul from my body. So it won't exactly be happening to me. It's almost like a defense mechanism. If you hear any humming in the background, it's my fan. It's hot. I, I tried. I, I, I could have recorded this episode with like all the fans off, but then I would have died of a heat stroke, and y'all got this now. Y'all would have never got this episode anyway. So back to the story. Um, yeah, sexually assaulted. 
when it comes to sex, you know, I'm all for like being a hoe, a quote unquote hoe. I say hoe because it's funny. Because being a hoe is honestly just enjoying sex and fucking whoever and whoever. Do exactly what these niggas do. Except for you do it better. But in order for us to have like sex with one another, there has to be some like sense of, you know, I have to trust you with my body. And so for that to happen, I felt different, but I didn't know how different I felt. So... With that being said, I, you know, I continue, I'm somebody who will endure something and I feel like my only option is to continue business as normal because what can I do about that moment now, now that it's passed, what do I do about it? So I continue, then I noticed that like my friends had to like text me, say, Hey, did you eat? Did you take your meds? I'm someone with hypertension. I can't really just be sitting, skipping days of meds. I take my meds every single day. So, me skipping my meds is like, mm, it was like the first warning of something that was wrong. And then I noticed that, like, any male, not male friends, but any males who are, like, potential partners or we might have more than a friendship, it was immediate cold shoulder. Like, if you was a nigga... And we was in the process of talking, but one day you randomly said a joke that hurt my feelings. I completely gave you the cold shoulder. I don't know why. I just didn't want shit to do with niggas. If you was a nigga, if you had a penis, please do not talk to me. Because I might just, like, really gut punch your ass. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't, I still don't know what it is. Because still now, I just, if you are a man, please stay the fuck away from me. Like, let me be. So, um, yeah, so time dwindled and, you know, I'm 26, I'll be 27 in June and I've been doing a lot of healing work from like my teenage relationship because even as a teenager, I was like a hard lover. So like my first real relationship ended traumatically and even my ex can tell you the way it ended traumatically drove me batshit crazy. To the point that me and him both admit that I was off my fucking marbles. And it was just it was just a lot. So I finally thought I healed from that. And then fast forward to a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to say met a guy. I ran into a guy that I went to junior high school with. I was like, oh yeah, he fine. He like, you know, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm like, alright, I'm with the yeah. Fast forward to a night by the river, yeah, and yeah, and then yeah, we here. So, it was one of those situations where, like, niggas say one thing and do another, then when you call them out on that thing, they swear they're not doing that thing, but you you see they're doing that thing, but then again, you're so used to doing the most, you're like, bitch, are you doing the most? Like, are you overreacting? But you really are just really just calling the thing a thing. That was pretty much me in these last couple of weeks. It's just like... Okay, you couldn't get off my dick. I finally busted down for you. And then you only contact me when you want something. And then when I call you out on it, it's because I'm a witch. And you don't want to be vulnerable to these type of energies and shit. And I'm just like, okay, so what's your problem with vulnerability? And he's just like, I don't have a problem with it. So I'm just like, what's the truth? Like... Which one is it? Because you just, you making me feel like I'm tripping. I always give people the benefit of the doubt because 
you know, I don't know everything, so I want to have a conversation about these things so we could both be on the same page. Tell me where I stand so we won't have these type of conflicts. Like, we won't have to have these type of conflicts. Like, I was emotionally, like, going through it because I felt played. And I'm like, bitch, you did not just do all this work and become 26 just to let a little snotty-nosed boy play you. Like, we did not do all this just to end up back here. I fucking refuse. And yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yep, that's what happened. I'm pretty much back in the same spot I was with men in 2010. I'm I'm very much like, stay the fuck away from me. Don't talk to me. Don't like my fucking pictures. If you a man and you like my pictures, not time to time, not time to time, I blocked you on Instagram because I ain't here for you. I don't want anything to do with men. I'm thankful that, like, my best friend is, like, you know, doing a thing. Not doing, doing a thing sounds so just, like, knocking boots. But I'm thankful for, like, my best friend and my sister and all that other shit. But as far as me and relationships in the future moving forward, I'm really, really just now just settling to the fact that I just might be the auntie with all the money and no kids and no husband. Because... This 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 is not it. I realize I'm too fragile in the heart space to be endure all types of niggas playing all types of games. Like especially at 26, guys play games at 26 like they never had pussy before. Like some people, some boys I know have been fucking since they were 16, and you cannot tell me that these aren't the same niggas because it's just like you still doing the most for vagina, my nigga. Like in this day and age, when if you stay, like, this is my thing. I wish women would actually raise and give attention to their sons instead of letting boys be boys. Because this is what they grew up to be. Your son don't know how to say what he want. And he doesn't know how to accept no. So he manipulates a girl out of her emotions and her time to get something and then ghost her anyway. And then when she bats shit crazy, you know how these females are. No, you have raised this boy to be a master manipulator. This is your responsibility. Like, no bullshit. The whole time I was going through the motions of being upset, I was like, I should really pull up to his mama job and punch her in the fucking throat. Because this ain't nobody's fault but hers. Because how did you allow your son to be this? How? Like, why? What? Like, what? I'm pretty sure your husband or whoever you fucked to create this being, displayed this type of tendency, and you enabled it. And here we are, next generation over. And now I gotta endure because you don't know how to raise your trash ass son. Couldn't be my son. I'm sorry. If I have a son and he's on these crockhead ass games, he's gonna have to square up. That's just that's just what it is. I need to drink some apple juice because I'm talking too much. Please hold. Okay. So that's been pretty much it. And like my dad's in Aries and he's in Aries. And I was just like, there's a reason he quit. Why you don't deal with Aries, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking about or what you needed in that moment. But why do you feel like the best thing you could do at this moment was in Aries? And all my friends was just like, bitch, don't do it. Because the only way is to put any type of hole or any type of to make Aries men feel anything. You basically don't have like you have to literally tell yourself you don't want them. 
That's the only way they act like they got some sense. If you sit there and ignore them, they're almost like Sagittarius. Except for Sagittarius would nicely, like, go get it somewhere else. Aries will fucking pluck your nerves to get your attention. Because it's how they feed their ego. And uh, I just, I'm over it. Like, I feel like I'm too, not that I'm too old. Because I'm only 26. And if you think about life and its lifespan of, of 80 years, 26 is pretty goddamn young. You're a baby. But it's just... I I don't I don't have the emotion emotional battery to deal with people on this level. Like sex is a pretty intimate act. Yes, energies are transferred, like especially with my witchy ass, like shit be going on with the ethers to just be like busting it down for anybody or with anybody and to be told that like I can't even remember what it said, and I'm mad I'm dwelling on it. But that was pretty much my first quarter of 2019. I went to retreat last week, and I hosted the this the fourth retreat, the fourth retreat, and we have a wonderful group. They have a name, Corvus Storm. Shout out to the ladies. Um, it was a great retreat, which I felt like I could have got more out of it. If I wasn't just so energetically fucked up, like it was just a lot going on and a lot that I needed that I wasn't in a space to ask nor receive. And I'm still not in a space because today I woke up and I called my, um, I called my, um, job. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to be late. Lay down, went back to sleep, woke up and I'm like, okay, bitch, it's daylight and you're sleeping. We haven't did this shit since pre antidepressants stage so what's going on call the behavior health line hotline it was just like i don't feel like i'm going to kill myself or harm anybody but i do acknowledge that this is the the first stage of the slippery slope i don't know how fast i'm gonna go down this slope i just know that i'm going and they were just like okay um you know i'm sorry you feel this way we're going to send a message to the doctors and someone's going to get back to you in two hours. Fast forward to four o'clock. My ass went back to sleep. She called me. It was like, yeah, your, your psychiatrist doesn't have any appointments anytime soon. Your therapist don't have no appointments anytime soon. We could get you in to see a psychiatrist on the 19th. So part of me is like, okay, cool. And then the other part was like, okay, sis, so what do I, th- what do, I do to the 19th? Because I don't want to go to work, but I don't have leave to not go to work. So it's like, lose my job in the process of waiting on new medication. Like, what do I do? And then it's just like, I get it. You did what you can with what you had. However, I'm still on this slope. So what do we do? So I was just like, fuck it. I got up. I got something to eat. I got me something that, you know, it's my feel-good comfort food. Got the comfort food. The comfort food backfired on me. I threw it all up. And now I'm dehydrated, and I'm now I'm just sitting in my room at 11:54. Like, oh, imagine, like I don't know what else to do. This is like one of those moments of life where you just like, fuck it, like seriously, just just fuck it. Ain't nothing else to do. My room's a mess. I took my hair out my my Marley twist, and I've done nothing with my head. I threw a hair wrap on it with the work. I don't want to take care of myself. These are all like. Small steps of me opting out of the experience is almost like, you know, aiding to suicide. But 
I just, I really don't, I don't be having the energy to deal with stuff. Like, I, I don't, I don't have energy. Like, my job, there was a meeting, and people ego started flaring, and I'm just sitting there like, bruh, get it the fuck together. Like, I don't do conflict mainly because a lot of conflict is either, you know, you want to have your way or you're not listening to what somebody say or your ego is doing the most. It's just a lot going on. And with me and conflict, it's either we have a cool, calm, casual conversation about it or I beat your ass. It's no middle ground with me because... Is that's really what it is? Either we talk shit out, where we both listen and we both say what it is, and we come to uh, a, you know, common ground. Conflict means to resolve. So we're trying to resolve whatever's going on. But if your ego's flaring, that's just telling me that you want to fight. And if you want to fight, then that's what we do. That's that's just what it is. Like, I don't I don't have the time, no space, to be engaged in that. So I thought I went home yesterday. I was just like, bruh. I just want to go to sleep. I made a playlist of all like my songs on iTunes and all that other good jazz. And it was weird. It was weird. I listened to the saddest playlist I ever had created. And I went through a motion of like emotions of stuff. And like, is she the reason why the child came on? And I just completely fucking lost it at 3 a.m. Because it's just like... I don't know. Like, I would pretty much love to be in a romantic setting or have a, a companionship. Because a relationship is really out of the question right now. Re- relationship and companions are two different things. And whenever I talk about, like, what I need and what I want, niggas automatically assume I want a relationship. But here's the thing about relationships. Relationships are for a future planning. So, therefore, I am willing to sit down and birth your badass kids and walk around barefoot and pregnant. That's not in my spirit. I'm never going to have that in my spirit because I'm too much of a free spirit. But I just like having somebody that like I can do nap, like nap dates, hang out at the park with or this other shit. And it could and conventionally like beat it down like you could beat it down and all that other good jazz. But I'm just trying to figure out why like. When I get to the ethers, I'm going to talk to whoever up there to see why. Why did I opt into this experience when I opt into it? Because I'm too much of a romantic to be in this fucking experience. What the fuck are we out there there? Like, are you telling me to, like, not really care about that? Like, what, what's the message, sis? Like, what am I here for? Um, Venusia, honey, uh, I haven't done shit with my brand. Mainly because I don't want to be seen. Like, I'm trying to find a balance of, like, you know, speaking up. And not speaking up, but, you know, sharing parts of me, sharing my story and all that. But I don't want people to know that I'm human. Because people don't really deserve shit like that. And I know people like to, like, use shit. Like, I can actually post about what happened in January on my public timeline. Because people don't, everybody don't read my story. But, of course, everybody see your timeline. I could post about the things on my timeline. Well, I could post about the things that happened in January in my stories. If putting that on my timeline, it'd be one of them things that like, oh, she did whoa, 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 woo, woo, woo. And then people start hush, hush talking like you don't know what you posted. 
And then I'm having, I, w- I have a hard time of posting things and letting it be. Because if you follow me on Instagram, you know I will post things. I don't think I get over to post the 30 because I'll get the 30 and delete it all and start all over again. Because it just it's just a certain aesthetic that I like to go for. But it's hard to build like a sound following because who going to follow the bitch none on her Instagram? She the feds. Now granted, I work like the feds. If you need me to find out some shit, I got you. But... Who, like, it's like, what do you get? What do you... <sighs> a bitch is tired. A bitch is T-I-R weird. Weird. What's weird? Red. I'm tired. It's like... <sighs> Listen, I don't know. It's really... Mercury's in retrograde, and that's the, that's the word. I don't know. I always tell people don't give Mercury retrograde too much energy because it's just like, it's just like, if you give it energy, that's what you're going to get out. Mercury's in retrograde, so if you sitting there panicking over Mercury in retrograde, of course you're going to fuck with you. Me, I don't play Mercury as no mind in retrograde because I'm ruled by Mercury. And I really view it as, all right, since you having a moment, I'm going to have a moment. We'll reconvene on a later date. But people just, oh my God. Mercury's in retrograde, hide your kids, hide your wife. And I'll be like, girl, before you even knew what the fuck a Mercury was, you was A-OK. Keep that same energy. <sighs> well, I think I reached my 20-minute mark. I'm going to try to come back next week. If I come back next week, I'll come back. If I don't, y'all know what it was. Y'all still 22 of y'all to listen faithfully. So, the 22 of y'all appreciate when a real bitch drops something. So, yours truly, E.